Hello everybody and welcome to Investing with Wesley. Today's episode, I wanna to talk to you all about term life insurance and why it's my opinion that term outbeats every other kind of life insurance there is. Now the cool thing about term is it's extremely easy to understand. You pay per month or annually for the amount of years you want your level payment to be. So if you choose a 30 year term, your payments will be the same fixed for 30 years. Once the term is up, your policy expires and you could either choose to renew at an increased rate because you're much older at that point or to let the policy cancel. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are saying like, well, wait, why would I waste my money like that if I'm gonna put money into this every month just for in 30 years it to expire and I'm left with nothing, why would I do that? Well, the answer to that question is pretty simple. You don't actually want insurance for the rest of your life. There's a thing out there called the theory of decreasing responsibility. And basically what that says is when you're younger, you have a house, you maybe still have student loans, and you probably have some kids that you have to take care of. So there's a lot of financial obligations and liabilities that you have to pay for. So if you were to pass away, the lack of income there would be devastating. So you need life insurance. But later on in the years, you're retired, your house is paid off, your kids are out of the house, you have no more student loans, no more debt, you have a lot less liabilities that you need to pay for. So if you can imagine, you have a lot of liabilities, so the need for insurance is greater. But when you retire and when you're older, you have a lot more assets than liabilities, so you're basically self-insured at that point. That's why you don't need life insurance forever, and that's a big reason why I think term is the best because it's the cheapest and you only need it for a certain term. Now when it comes to term insurances, they're not all created equal. And in this video, I really want to mention some things that would help you pick which company is the right company. Because unlike car insurance or homeowner's insurance where it's encouraged for you to change every so often to get the best deal, as you get older, the deals go away because you're older and things get more expensive. So with life insurance, it's best to do all your research right now. Even if you don't have a house, if you're not married, it's better to get what you need now or what you think you might need. That way you lock in a lower monthly premium. One of the things I look for in a life insurance company is its solvency rating. That rating basically lets you know how quickly that company will go bankrupt in the event that all they're insured file a claim. Now the average for life insurance companies is a rating of 106. And that's basically they have $106 for every $100 worth of liabilities that that company has. So you can see the spread is pretty close. I would wanna find a company that has as much of a spread as possible. Some of the companies I've found were Allstate for 114, State Farm for 118, and Primerica Life Insurance at $171 per $100 of liability. So those are the companies I have in mind, and those are the companies I'll look for when picking my life insurance company. That way I know they have enough money on hand to pay out all their claims if need be. Another thing I look for in a life insurance company is its investment yield. And that's how much money its investments are getting back to grow its solvency rating or grow its assets. If a company is barely getting any returns on its own investments, one, if they can barely handle their own investments, why would I let them handle my investments? Two, if they're getting terrible rates of return on their own investments, 
that further increases their liability because they may not be able to increase their assets over time that most insurance company needs. Now that's not really mandatory that you need to go out and research, that's just makes me feel comfortable knowing what their investment return looks like. One of the benefits that I look for in a life insurance policy is keeping it simple. I don't want multiple policies for multiple members of my family. I don't want a policy for each of my kids, for myself, and a separate policy for my wife. I want to keep it simple. So I'm looking for a policy that can have a primary insured, in this case it's me, and have spouse and child riders. That way, when that time comes, you can just add them on. So I like to keep it all under one policy, under one roof, real simple, real easy. Another thing I look for is a terminal illness rider. And basically what that is, is if you get diagnosed with a terminal illness, your policy will pay out up to 75% of whatever your life insurance benefit is. That way you could seek experimental medicine or maybe just travel and do some of the things you've never got to do before you pass away. One of the benefits that almost every life insurance agency will offer you is a waiver of disability rider. And that basically states that if you go disabled for six months or more, you do not have to make a payment towards your life insurance for as long as you're disabled. Now, you will have to make those payments during the six months. So if you go disabled in January, up until June, you have to make payments. But after you made your June payment, the rest is free for as long as you're disabled. Now, obviously I've done my research, so I know whatever life insurance company I choose will be able to pay out my death claim. But how quickly will they be able to pay out? I want to look for a life insurance company that has a extremely quick payout. Same day to a week, definitely no more than a month. I've seen some life insurance companies take all the way up to six months to pay their beneficiaries the life insurance principal, and that's just ridiculous. You need that money so you could pay for things like burial, as well as pay off the house and all the debts that the life insurance is for. So the longer it takes for the insurance agency to cut your family a check, the worse it gets. So I'm looking for a company that pays within a month, but preferably within a week or two. Now, one thing you wanna make sure of to avoid in your policy is an act of war exclusion. Now, what this says is if you pass away by some form of act of war, the life insurance company does not have to pay out any premium. It does not have to pay out your family any money if you die by some form of act of war. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I'm not in the armed service, so it doesn't really bother me. Now, I can't tell you the life insurance agency's name for legal reasons, but I can tell you that I did talk to a life insurance agency's underwriter recently about everything going on in America right now, how cops are being attacked and Antifa is roaming the streets. I wanted to know, would that be considered an act of war, even though we're not actually at war? And the underwriter basically told me that any willful act between two people that results in death can sometimes be considered an act of war. The example they gave me was that if a person goes into a bar and gets involved in a bar fight and passes away due to that bar fight, they consider it an act of war between two people and won't necessarily give the full payout to the family. So if in the eyes of this company it's as simple as going into a bar, getting into a bar fight and passing away because of it, that they deem that an act of war between two people, I am definitely looking for a life insurance policy that has no act of war exclusion. So now that you know the difference between cash value life insurance and term life insurance, 
Let's look at things in different bank perspectives. So there's bank A and bank B, where bank A is cash value and bank B is buying term and investing separately. So when it comes to bank A, roughly for the first three years, when you log in and check your account, your balance is gonna read zero. And that's because of all the fees that are tacked on when it comes to a cash value policy. Now the interest you get on a cash value policy is better than a regular savings account because a regular savings account nowadays gets like a quarter of a percent. But a cash value policy on average only gets about three to five percent. Now when it comes to bank A, you can't pour all your money into this savings because if you put more money in than what they'll allow, you run the risk of it turning into a modified endowment contract and you losing every single tax benefit that you get from having a cash value policy. Unless you feel like closing out your account completely, you have to take your money as a loan because if you actually withdraw money from this account, they close or cancel the life insurance aspect of things. So you take your money as a loan and have to pay interest on that loan. The interest rate on that loan is anywhere from six to 8%, depending on your credit worthiness and the prime rate. But the absolute best thing about Bank A is that they care so much about you that they don't want your family fighting over the money. So when you pass away, all the money you've invested and saved throughout the years gets completely wiped away because they get to keep it. When it comes to Bank B, which is buying term and investing separately, when you look at your investments every single month after you put money in there, you see your balance immediately. Because you're investing into the market itself, you can participate in the market returns, which average anywhere from nine to 12%. Now, when it comes to Bank B, you can pour all your money into this investment because it has no risk of turning into something that it's not. The more money you put into this account, the more money your balance grows and the more of that money earns interest. And when it goes time to take your money, there's no hidden fees, it's just free withdrawal. They'll wire you or send you a check within a day or two. Now, unfortunately with Bank B, your family will have to fight over the money because since you have a life insurance separate from your investment, your family is entitled to both. So if you have a $100,000 life insurance policy and $100,000 in this investment, your family gets a total of $200,000 that they must distribute to each other. Not the case for Bank A. So you could clearly see in that previous clip why I highly recommend buying term and investing separate as opposed to getting them bundled together in a cash value policy. So because life insurance is the foundation to someone's financial house, and now that you also know the difference between cash value and term and what to look for and what to avoid in a life insurance company and policy, I encourage you, go look around, get some quotes. If you want me to run some quotes for you, I'd gladly do that. But until then, see you next time.